level up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 147. And today we're going to talk about staying relevant in a changing world and a changing job market. So before we do that, ¿cómo estamos today? Que andamos, gracias a Dios, con el calor y también just happy to see you girls. Always to be here and oh. share our expertise. Está el calorcito y sabes que había pensado, nomás que ya no tuve chance uh, de tomarme una michelada during this episode, nomás que ya no tuve chance de preparármela. Next time. Se las debo. Great idea, because the weather calls for it. Great idea. Yeah. So the reason we're talking about this today is we like to mix it up. We like to talk about a lot of things. Last week we talked about parenting and momhood. So today we're going to talk about business and work and careers and being entrepreneurs and specifically just talking about how we are able to stay relevant or at least striving to because the world keeps changing and it's changing faster than ever before with technology and because of a pandemic that you know, we hadn't had in about a hundred years or probably more than that. We really had to change. We were all forced to change collectively. So I thought there was a lot of value in this conversation. So we're just going to go all over the place, wherever the spirit moves us and takes us. And any one of us thank can start, Jesus. but really, yeah. Thank you, Jesus, man. We've been really taking it back to religion. No. Um, so again, yeah, we're just changing a lot in this world. And so there's a lot to really decipher through. And for anybody out there feeling not relevant, like, this is especially important for you or for anyone feeling like the world is moving so fast and it's hard to keep up. This is also really important to you. So we're just going to talk about this today and how we're feeling and how we're growing in this space or how we're staying relevant as best we can, especially in our own business ventures. So we can start wherever, but I am going to start with Ceci actually. So not wherever, but with Ceci, because I love that she's going to talk about stepping out of her comfort zone. Oh my God. I think, yeah, for me, a big, big step out of my comfort zone was doing this podcast. You know, you guys know me. Que no, no doy muchas mi opinión. Soy, soy una mujer de pocas palabras. But I think the the podcast was, I mean, I wanted to do it. Um, I wanted to do it. I think when we were going to launch, I was like, yeah, we should do a podcast. I didn't know much about podcasts back then. But I was like, yeah, we should do it. We should talk about, you know, uh, together. And, and then I was like, wait, I'm like, yo, yo no platico mucho. Like, you know, to be honest, like, yo no platico mucho. Irene y Vero son las que les dan una pelota, okay, talk about this bot, and, like, they can tell you, they can talk a whole hour about the, the bot, y yo, I'm like, well, oh, pues está bonita, you know, like, mujer de pocas palabras, <laughs> but I think, está yeah. redondita, and it's smooth, and it's smooth, <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing else to say, there's yeah. nothing else to talk about, no, for like, what else can I say, I'm like, well, you know, what else can I say, but, um, but I think, yeah, that this platform, and talking, and speaking my mind, and not being shy, and just, just opening up has been a, a huge uh, step out of my comfort zone. Um, but it was like, you know, it was part of our business, what we were going to be doing and what, what, you know, how we wanted to connect with our audience and, you know, potentially, potentially gain our, our clients from listening to our podcast. And it's worked, you know, because they connect with us. They, I, we always get feedback from our audience saying like, oh my God, I love it. Uh, tres mujeres, diferentes personalidades. And, you guys are all, you know, we relate to you. So that was one. The other, the other thing is being, and I'm, I always share this. I'm not very tech savvy. So just figuring things out, how to deal with zoom, how to do squadcast, um, how to post on social media. I think that was a big, big, 
uh, challenge for me. It still is. It still is. This past year or for the last year, we've had two um, content creators working with us. And mo most recently that have definitely, definitely helped us step out of our comfort zone because we were big on like posting and, you know, doing our caption. And now we're doing reels. Um, that was also um, you know, a way for us to stay relevant with what's in with social media. How do we grow our business? How do we stay relevant? You know, which is the topic of today. Um, that was another big um, shift for us uh, this year. I think that we started doing more of that and just finding, you know, do, doing trainings and finding out what's going to help our business grow. T talking about Zoom and and just having these meetings and whatnot. I mean, the past two years, we, that's all we've been doing, right? Zoom. And recently I had to file um, for a, a court appearance and I have the option uh, to appear uh, via Zoom. Um, I haven't appeared in civil court for over three years and in the past it was always in person. And now I have the option of showing up if I wanted to because you know the court the courts are now allowing attorneys to appear in person or I can do it through Zoom. And I'm like, should I just you know do what I go in person and and do what I know or should I just do it via zoom and actually earlier today I connected with my friend former colleague Seanick shout out to Seanick he's like oh, okay well he's like oh my god I love I love zoom appearances easiest thing you just show up you know just log in and that's it I'm like okay I'm like well I'm like I'm not very tech savvy I just want to make sure that I don't pull a freaking uh, gato the gato thing. lawyer remember that the gato lawyer my el abogado so I'm like, can you just That's walk me through it? Happy. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the same department at this, the same, the same, well, it's, I guess it's a different judge now, but it's the same department that I used to go to these hearings when I was working at my prior firm. I'm like, can you just walk me through it? Because I, I just want to make sure that I'm ready. I mean, it's like not until like the beginning of May, but I, I wanted to be super, super ready. Um, so yeah, he walked me through it. He's like, yeah, he's like, I really like them. So you just log in and that's it. He, he's like, and then he's like, that core will allow you to speak once your court is, um, is, um, when they call up the call your case and i was like oh okay i was like yeah well then maybe i'll just do it for, via zoom um but part of me was like oh my nervous what if i press something or again the gat the cat so um that's another way i guess what if i press English. something and it starts playing my homemade videos and <laughs> oh my god i know <laughs> <laughs> but what about yeah you, that'll help you come out of your comfort zone oh yes i think i've started to go back uh, into just the the fuck it you know <laughs> um in a lot of ways i feel that recently like I, I told you girls i hired a coach because we we had this conversation about parenting last week and how we feel like we we, we don't feel we do end up losing a sense of ourselves just because the changes are so sudden for some of us for me i felt changes were very sudden and it was back to back to back sudden and when i thought i was like kind of catching a break i ended up like I would lose it. Like, I'd be like, okay, what, what just happened? I'm, I'm not who I am anymore. So I ended up getting a coach to help me get back to like building that confidence in myself and wanting to just be like, be vocal, be okay with like sharing my stories and, and like working on just being myself again, because for so many, you know, it maybe it hasn't been 10, 15 years, but it's been a good, you know, four years going on five of a different life that I am living than what I was before. And, and like I said, sudden changes cause, you know, this, these cause like the sudden change of identity, you know, and, and, and wanting to know like, who the fuck am I now? Like, who am I? And how am I staying relevant? And I feel that 
um, even before, you know, me having kids, like I, I had, you know, I've talked about my last job, you know, where I was let go and, you know, I wasn't given unemployment. And I was like, what would I, what am I, what am I going to do with my life? Not my life, my time while I find another job or find what I want to do, something that's worth, you know, something that I, I find I can do, find value and what I can contribute and what I can get, you know, from doing this work. So I like took up classes because and that's where I started learning, you know, about HR and like, I'm like, oh, maybe I can do my HR certificate depending on how long it takes me to, you know, that I am unemployed or until I find something that I want to do. So for me, it was like, even then I was like, I, you know, you have to stay learning. And I believe we've talked, mentioned this before, like in the, in during the pandemic, if people lost their jobs or you decided, decided to resign, you know, the great resignation, all of this stuff, it's like, but what are you doing now? to keep yourself relevant. Like how do you explain these resume gaps, right? These gaps in your resume or the jumping around in jobs. And for me, I was like, well, you know, I can stay home. I have savings. I don't really have to do anything. I can wait and take my time to find the right thing. But there was a part of me that was like, well, I can learn something. I don't have time if I have a full-time job and then I, you know, put stuff on my calendar. I'm not going to give, I'm not going to have the time to learn. So when I was unemployed at the time, I was like, I'll take some classes. After that, it was, you know, um, I'll take on other projects, depending on what I wanted to do. Now, this time it was, I'm a mom and I want, and I had decided that I wanted to stay at home, but I knew that in the back of my mind, and I had shared this with you ladies from a long time. I was like, I would love to start our, you know, my own business. And it happened that I went into business with two of my closest friends, which I mean, not many people get to do that. And another thing is like the things that we're learning, it's, um, it's amazing. Like, you know, we, don't we, you know, we were trying to find a way to make our business sustainable. Can we meet with clients one-on-one? Unfortunately, the pandemic happened. Can we have events? No, we can't because the pandemic happened. So we start trying to figure out like, okay, well, how can I meet with my clients? And some of us, we do phone calls with our clients and, you know, those work perfectly okay. And there's times when you're like, I'm going to have a rough combo with my client today. I think I want to see their, I want to see them. I want to talk to them. We're going to have to set something straight today. And um, Zoom allows for that, that, you know, that feeling of one-on-one without actually being in person, but at least you have their attention. Like they know that you are giving them your full attention. So for me, getting out of my comfort zone is like planning and scheduling (laughs) because it's not easy when you have your hands full. Like I am a mom. I'm a full-time mom. I have three little ones. I mean, I I didn't have it as rough as as dealing with the little ones at the same age where you have to provide the same amount of care to both. Mine are, you know, slightly more spread apart, but they now each have their own little needs and they all become their little independent beings. So that's a little challenge in its own. So like trying to be a mom, trying to be a coach, trying to be an entrepreneur, trying to be a podcaster and putting it all together to make it work. You know, these things that make to make it work. But um, I'd say being relevant, like starting your own business keeps you relevant, you know? Learning how to operate a business keeps you relevant. Um, I mean, we just learned how to do, you know, we just added Calendly to our website. And these are new things to make sure that processes are in place that help us become better business people, (laughs) right? So it's all these things that help us stay relevant. And if it means going from one job to the next, great. But if you are taking a break, if you decided to be a stay-at-home, sometimes I think like, oh my God, we're like at the millennial we're the older millennials, right? Senior, yeah. Yeah, we're the senior millennials. And then I'm like, let's say I want to go back to, you know, the corporate world in about two, three years. I'm going to be that viejita. 
You know, I'm going to be that lady that like, oh, no, now we need to teach the senora how to use this kind of system. And can she get it? So I feel like if there are women out there or, or even men, if you listen to our podcast, if you are out there and you are older, like that fear is is there of ageism, you know, and it's like it's not like they can just fire you because you're older. But like, how do you how do you keep up with the newness of things? Because technology now, it seems like there's something new monthly, weekly, and it's always happening. And can you keep up? Because businesses are keeping up. If businesses in general want to stay relevant, not just you as an as a professional, like if business want to st- businesses want to stay relevant and keep the professionals with them, they're gonna they need to change. And imagine like if your employees are older and they're like, oh, we don't know how to catch up to this. How did you know? Like I just can't. I, I mean, I feel bad for older people, <laughs> and older people were set more in our ways than when you're a young adult, an emerging professional, and learning the ways, right, to become this established professional. So anyway, I'm trying my best to just like keep what I can and learn as keep as much like learn what I can as much as I can and try myself try to keep myself structured in a certain way that helps me produce the amount of work I can produce for the time that I have. So product the product productivity over just busyness kind of deal. Oh, I love that, that effectiveness, that being organized. That'll touch on a couple of points that I want to like extend on. And actually, Ceci did too. I agree with you, Ceci. I think just technology in general, we've all had to grow and mature. And especially with Level Up Latina, it challenged us to be modern in a way. I don't know if modern is a word, but just advanced. Advanced because life is moving so quickly. Like we have the help with social media, but we had to learn it first, which I like. I like that we had to figure it out first and, and use it. And now our support in social media pushes us out there like that's our face on those reels those are our videos those are our thoughts so i like that you know in this world you really got to be willing to show your face to the world and be open and before you could just be really anonymous and and be famous you know authors could be really famous and nobody ever saw their faces right so um that's one example right but now they have a social media presence even famous therapists for instance like they're on the red table talk you know so now you really have to be willing to be media ready and so we're doing a little bit of that through social media and we have to be willing to share our lives and i i think it makes sense it's not that we don't that we want to be coaches without sharing our lives like i love that vettel said i have a coach duh like coaches get coaching therapists get therapy like you're growing you're sharpening your skills you're evolving as a human you're always learning so we need to stay relevant by learning our own craft as coaches having coaches being in front of social media if that's how we get clients and then this podcast like Ceci said like editing this podcast has been a great blessing and it's something I never thought I would do but I've learned to be better about editing in general and apps in general and technology and design and all things that before I had support and help and it was often the younger people but oh, it was often people that are 10 years younger than me and I, I felt like a dinosaur and I was only in my late 30s right imagine me now tipping over 42 no I'm 41 and a half no who knows who cares it doesn't matter someone told me today you stopped counting at some point I was like okay and she's turning 30 I was like you you oh God, stop counting. 35 like, forever yeah I should have stopped counting 10 years ago the point is with age so many things are changing and Vettel is right like you got to be willing to jump into technology and be uncomfortable and then also culturally I think a big shift that I've seen in the culture of society and the work environment is that we all have to be willing to be relevant in today's culture like just because you worked in a certain environment uh, 10 years ago or you've worked in government for 20 years or you've I don't know you went into a really traditional thing like you became a doctor you became a lawyer like the game has still changed Ceci just talks about going to court via zoom and 
my sister works at a courthouse and to her it was so radical all the years she went in and did her work in a courtroom to be working from home it was like so radical in that space and in all spaces you can see your therapist online you can see your doctor online my mom hates it my mom is 81 years old and she's like y solo te quieren hablar y no te quieren ver y ya nadie te quiere hablar y yo no puedo por video y solo quieren una conversación por teléfono and I'm trying to tell her like girl we gotta stay relevant like if you don't talk to them on the phone you ain't gonna get medical care so we have to be okay to shift with tech and then shift with culture like today's culture wants it on zoom today's culture wants it easy like when we first envisioned being coaches i think we envisioned a lot more in person and now it's like i get so much done and often it's just over the phone and we will see each other which i like we try to create a personal touch but i'm working with my clients often over the phone and this relationship spans a year going on two years and we don't necessarily see each other like that's incredible but it's because that's what this culture is now it's make it simpler make it faster effective like that'll suggest be effective and use the tools to get effective and we're growing and coming out of our comfort zone there becoming more effective but we have to be willing to shift with the culture and then the other thing is like office culture is so different office culture is so different like things that were okay like 10 years ago like i would totally get fired for now like i had an inappropriate office i was i was on the show the office i felt like if we were filmed we would have been like the people in the office like, that were i having, was like, him a, yes i was him i was the bad boss or the not even the boss like the supervisor back then but like we needed that terrible diversity class or we needed that terrible like holiday where everybody hooks up that didn't happen like now you can you cannot behave that way you want to stay relevant like boundaries oh god you need everyone's so woke i'm like how woke can i be we're yes. talking about welcome even right that is it wokeism oh is where i'm headed like you have to be so careful and and i love it i want to respect everyone's opinions and where they come from and their pronouns and their boundaries and their but 10 years ago we weren't doing that and five years ago even we weren't doing that so the world is moving and to stay relevant i really think you have to hunker down and learn it like you don't have to change your morals or your values but open-mindedness it has to expand it has to has to expand and we have to be willing to accept so many different people from different walks of life that before unfortunately we would close the door to we would turn a blind eye to but culturally culture is shifting and so we need to be relevant in that respect and, and it might be our kids like my daughter has a ton of friends that have changed their pronouns or changed their names or their style and we're respecting it and we understand and and I'm like, whoa, I got I got to practice this. I got to practice this because this is happening in my work life. And I forget like it's happening. I can't assume that like someone goes by a certain pronoun or dresses a certain way. So they identify as this gender like boy. And I feel like I'm messing it up, y'all. Like I feel like I'm messing yeah. it up. I'm really honest. I feel like yeah. I say, hey, guys, in all these meetings where I shouldn't be saying guys. And yeah. I, I swear once a month I mess that up. So I'm irrelevant and I'm totally dating myself. But that's where I'm at. I'm at to something today. Doing our stories, you know how we like, let's be more present. Let's show our faces. And I feel that it's important because, you know, yes, if you listen, even listen to our podcast. And when we do, like when I we do our client assessments, it like people, you know, on, on the call, they're like, oh, you're a vet all. And it's like, yeah, like, oh, I, I heard your voice. And, you know, and, and, and now that I'm talking to you now, it's like, oh, that's who you are. So they put the face to this voice. And I feel that, you know, doing the stories helps with that. So today I thought I was like, Mm, I'm going to get canceled because I was like, said something about, oh, I don't know where you girls are from. I'm like, mujeres, gente, you know, <laughs> I, was I like, know it's so hard. and I'm like, why am I stuttering over this? Like, I didn't mean any harm over it, but I know that there can be people that feel like, you know, you're not inclusive and, and all this. So I'm like, how challenging is that? The thing is that to also stay relevant is also to ask for help. And we talk about asking for help constantly in our professional worlds. Like if we don't know how things are working, if we're older and we have questions, or even if we're young and we don't know how shit works, asking for help and asking for guidance 
doesn't automatically label you as an imposter. Like do not allow doubt to set in because you don't know how to do something. If you're older, I, I completely understand that since things are changing so fast, it is honorable, <laughs> I feel, to put your pride aside and be like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you guide me through that, please? But then there's, you know, we have to take ownership of that. Like saying it is so hard for so many of us, and I'm going to say for me it has been in the past as well, to admit we don't know something. And it's okay because we don't know everything. There's the things we know we don't know, the things we know we don't know, and then or the things we know, the things we don't know, and the things we don't know we don't know. And it's, oh my goodness, it's like, it's okay to say like, you know what? I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> I'm, uh, bring me up to speed, please. And I think that maybe as professionals, you know, we take ownership of not knowing and asking for the help, but also in businesses being like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to put this out there. Now, this is a new plan. We're going to roll out. Anyone have any questions? Does anyone need assistance or guidance with this? So I feel that now there is that, um, responsibility, more, more of that responsibility on companies, organizations, you know, leadership to be like, okay, this is a plan. Do you guys think you have what it takes to roll this plan out? If not, please speak up, reach out to me, reach out to this person. We are here for you. If I, but I feel that now that culture is more accepting of like, oh, you don't know? No worries. We'll teach you. And before it was like, what do you mean you don't know? Um, why are you here then? And we automatically allow the self-doubt, the imposter syndrome to kick in. But it's like, it's okay not to know. And it's okay to ask for help. I think, I think also culturally, we also have to, you know, in staying relevant and whatnot, we still have to think of who who we're catering, catering to and who our audience are. Because for me, I mean, I, I respect and I understand like the word Latinx, uh, Latinx, Chicanx. Uh, but I don't, for me, like I don't identify with those. I don't, you know, with Latinx. And again, because we're older, we're set in our ways. We didn't grow up like that, but I respect the people that do. Um, we were having this conversation um, this this week in 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 a, in a meeting we had because we were updating our mission mission values, and the word Latinx um, came up. And the the people that we cater to, and the people that I cater to in my department, are the the older adults, the elder adults, and adults with disabilities. And then with the immigration department, well, the the recent immigrants. So they probably haven't even heard the word uh, Latinx, right? So we kept it with with the, we kept it with like Latino community. Because so, so, so you're like these people are concerned about like being able to stay here, being able to find programs and, and access to resources. You think they're concerned about how they're being labeled, you know? And and like you said, it's like these no people offense. Can't use the internet, like yeah. they, they can't type in Latinx, Latin, Latino. Exacto. Can we just Exacto. meet them where they are and help them? I know, you know? I know. And, and it's like you. I feel that I I love the inclusivity, but then there's also in the wokeness aspect of it, being said like, well, you should be using that term too. So it's, it's, if anything, like use the word, if you feel comfortable, it doesn't mean you don't allow and you don't respect the people that do. And it's, it, it, it this is across the board with it, it the term, if it's a, with a way of doing your job, if someone's offering you feedback on something, great. Thank you. If it's really going to help that moment or the experience or the work performance then great. But other than that, it's like, you know, if, if I choose to do something because I feel that it's right for me, then go for it, but also respect it if it's not for somebody else. That's definitely the tip of the day because I wrote it down that respect is key. 
So if someone tells you how to address them, then now you know and you shouldn't be an asshole and go for it. But if you made the mistake and you called them by the wrong pronoun or you used um, Latinas and they rather use Latinx, like you maybe didn't know that. And it's okay. Vettel's point, Vettel has had two awesome tips of the day, back-to-back -back episodes. Vettel's point was we need to all be vulnerable now. It's okay to be vulnerable now and ask for help and clarity. You don't know what you don't know, like she said. So just ask for that clarity. Don't just be like... Uh, I keep making this mistake or or I don't even speak now because I might say the wrong thing that ain't gonna work like Figure out the right thing and ask for that clarity to then communicate in a way that is respectful because as long as you know what people want That's okay And I think it's human to make mistakes and maybe you weren't as inclusive as you wanted to be or Left someone out intentionally learn to have the intention to ask for the clarification to then do better the next time I think that's the best way we can stay relevant like being willing to learn and grow for the next time Two other things that I've discussed with some of, of our, you know, my clients has been, hey, I have, I'm, I'm currently in this position, but I want to grow into this and flourish and, you know, go throw in for senior leadership. And I think that sometimes we think that just our work is enough. Like in relationships, we think love is enough <laughs> and it's not. It's the same thing. Are you, how, what are you doing to continuously grow as a professional? Yes, you might show up and, you know, clock in, clock out if that's what, what work is for you. Um, but are you taking the right steps? Are you getting certifications? Are you doing extra classes to learn? Like, you know, like lawyers and doctors take yearly licensing. Sometimes it's like every few years they have to relicense or take a, you know, learn something new, take a new course. And it's kind of the same thing for us, right? Like if you're a professional, your specific industries that you know that certain certifications are going to help you go for it, you know, take your time with it. If you're not ready for that at the moment, but know that it can benefit you into growing into the roles that you want to be in. So that's another form of relevance. It's like kind of figure out what that career path could be for you, especially since we're talking more professionally um, focused this in this podcast is take the time to think of like, what is a career path for this industry? What, what has been the career path for the people within my organization? Ask questions, you know, where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself becoming that director, that executive director, that CEO, the chief people officer, you know, there, you know, all these different roles that you would want to be in and what does it take to get there and prepare yourself, put yourself so that when, the, when it's time for that, you know, for your, throw your name in that hat, you are prepared for it. Not like, well, look, look at my work experience. It's more like, okay, well, outside of that work experience, what did you do? to grow and develop, like show me, <laughs> show me that you have already dressed the part for this, you know, outside of just showing up because it's, it always takes a little bit of that extra work to get to you where you really want to be. I love that, Veto. It's such a good point. The best way to stay relevant is to be in practice of what is relevant. So reaching out for that mentor, attending that event, getting that certification. You've talked a lot about the ways you are sharpening your saw, as they say, and learning more to stay relevant. Like, you can't just be a bunch of positions on a resume. Like, how did you stand out? What did you do different? Where did you volunteer and why? I want to volunteer here because I want to learn more about this. Like, Ceci's been able to adapt in her career and have a different legal career in different ways. And I'm sure that it was no surprise that her language skills, her skills, skills living abroad made her perfect for a Latino serving organization where people were going to need her to be on her A-game. Now, anyone could do that if they're willing to follow her lead, if they're willing to do the things Ceci did and look for guidance and help to prepare themselves in that way to have bilingualism be key and strong and her being able to serve multicultural environments, which again, being relevant, it's not just white people anymore. It ain't just old white men anymore. Like we need to stay relevant by understanding culture in a way we've never understood. Today happens to be the day we're recording this on the day that we have our new Supreme Court justice, a black 
woman who is amazing. What a big day for Judge Jackson. Every time she speaks, every time her kids look at her, it's just like impressive and beautiful. So that is relevant. Like finally they woke up and decided to have some inclusion that matters and that is significant. And you can see that photo that's going around like hundreds of appointments of Supreme Court justices, right? And they're all like white dudes, white dudes, white dudes, white dudes. One white lady was finally let in. White dudes, white dudes, white dudes. One black man was finally let in. White dudes, white dudes, white dudes. One Latina. I mean, like we're inching closer. So finally a black woman and we've got to celebrate that. And that I think is far too late and we weren't being relevant enough as a country, but at least we got here. We celebrate all wins. Betel said it today. Small progress is still progress. So this black woman is going through a door that others will go through. And then Sotomayor will have done the same, right? Like she's the other one that serves and more Latinas can go through that door down the road. And how we see relevant is asking for that help and freaking knocking on that door and holding back our hand to someone coming after us. So other tips before we wrap this short but effective episode. We said it earlier, it's, you know, to stay relevant, you, you got to ask for help, like in everything with life. Um, you know, don't be shy. Reach out learn the stuff and then apply it ownership when you fuck up take ownership own it oh it yeah. doesn't mean you're the first person to make a mistake and we've shared this before but i think it's just always relevant when you have people that you work with that fuck up and don't admit to it and don't up to it those are the worst kind of people to work with whether you're young or you're old if you're young and you're making mistakes fucking ask for help if you're old and you're making mistakes ask for guidance so own your mistakes everyone fucks up and there's someone that can fix it and if it can't fix well it was great working with you <laughs> and the best but, way to own them is to say i'm sorry yeah, like, just, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. it's so hard to say i'm sorry and to catch that like oh i messed that up like best way is to be like my bad and i think that this woke generation struggles with i'm sorry like they reteach you how to send an yeah. email and, and a text message and thank you for being patient for me or thank you for being flexible when uh, i still like to say i'm sorry sorry, I was late. Like, oh, like, I don't know if that's showing a weakness and it shows my age, like maybe 40 year olds still say sorry. But I think sorry goes a long way, especially if you mean it, if you mean it and you want to correct course. Sorry is so yeah. valuable when you mean it. I'm a stickler for like, I want to see action behind that. I'm sorry. I'm definitely, I like to see change. Every time I apologize, I, I've tried the best of my ability. I'm not, you know, I'm human, but I try to be like, if I'm going to say I'm sorry, then I have to be willing to do the change that I said I would do when I said I'm sorry. So there's a couple of instances in like level of like, I'm going to mean it. And yeah. I'm going to like change that, that I did that I mm -hmm. shouldn't have done. It wasn't cool. So great way to stay relevant is that vulnerability that I was talking about owning it. She said, asking for guidance, guidance, if you're old or asking for help, if you're young, don't forget that those are the keys to staying relevant. Like you're not on an Island, do it with your team, do it together. This is a really awesome episode. If we have something specific that we haven't covered and you want to hear about, please let us know. You can email us at admin at leveluplatina.com. You can always find us on our social media accounts. Our handle is at leveluplatina on Instagram and Facebook on Twitter. You can find us at at Latina underscore up. Yes, I do talk this fast in real life. So hopefully you can keep up during the <laughs> podcast. Find us that way. Look us up. We have an awesome promotion going on right now with spots on our podcast. We're getting a lot of attention, a lot of different podcasters and a lot of different women that we have partnered with and collaborated with. And one male, actually we've had a male collaborator on this podcast. And this actually happened with that male collaborator. We had a promotion in their podcast. They had a promotion in ours. So if you are looking to do that and you want to promote your business, if you want to promote any 
anything yourself a friend give shout outs use this podcast if your homegirl's a big fan your mama's a fan your sister's a fan and they want to hear their name here and more than their name but a great job well done way to go got that job stayed relevant graduated from college took you eight years don't matter girl like we'll, we'll say you, it you want us to see it we'll be professional we'll, we'll bring out the hood whatever you want but sponsor a plug right here sponsor a spot it's um it's a great space it's a sacred space we just do this with love and our podcast uh is something that's just 147 episodes my god Jesus. so if you've been listening for at least 100 i think you need a spot so check it out on our website leveloflatina.com so that you can get your spot and sponsor a spot for your business or for someone you know it's a really awesome super affordable promotion that's it because uh the trash man's coming las quiero mucho it's Friday. El cuerpo lo sabe, chicas. Cheers. 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 Salud. Let's get un chingo. Way to stay relevant, chulas. Mm -hmm. We keep each other relevant. Be around we friends do. and keep you relevant, man. We do. Mm -hmm. Quítate el clip y peinate. Stay relevant. I know. Look at my clip. Peinate esas greñas. No, 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 no. Lisa, Lisa, I got into our heads desde, desde muy temprana edad. <laughs> <laughs>